sports reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 55. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, the Our Take Podcast this week is brought to you with support from the new Minutia Podcast from Matt Black Records, hosted by our friend Scott Moses, an architect and musician from Salt Lake City. Minutia is a podcast about living by design. In episode one, Scott teaches us how to live specific. Check out the Minutia podcast on SoundCloud today. It's also brought to you with support from Teacher Vet, a weekly podcast about the history of veterinary medicine with a comedic outlook. Teacher Vet is hosted by husband and wife duo Jacob Vockler and a history teacher and Dr. Amanda Vockler. His wife, a veterinarian. Each week, Amanda and Jake will discuss historical and hot topics in veterinary medicine. Listen and laugh with them. Listen to Teacher Vet today on Spotify. <clears throat> what kind of support are we getting? Are they, are they giving us some uh, paycheck or? Yeah, we, well, me, every, for every dog me. they save, we get a dollar or something. Just, just me. Oh, uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, you can find the Arctic Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Arctic Pod. It is June fifth. On this day in history, go ahead. A few things happened that are cool. Okay, isn't it tomorrow? Go ahead. What's tomorrow? June six. Yeah, June sixth. That's different. June fifth, uh, in nineteen fifty-six, Elvis yeah. Presley first performs "Hound Dog." If you've, if you remember that Nothing scene from but a hound Forrest Gump. Dog. Um, I do. I guess, I guess things aren't that was cool, but something else did <laughs> did happen. This is not cool. Uh, in 1968, <laughs> on this day in history, Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. Jeez. Bobby Kennedy, I think, is one of my heroes. He was like a year or a year, month later. I can't remember. Uh, uh, like was, five years. Oh, I thought it was closer than that. I know. It seems like it was, but I mean, we weren't alive. But yeah, Kennedy, yeah. Uh, John, or Jack, was shot in 1963. Mm. Bobby in 1968. I think Bobby was probably a better person <laughs> than... Than John, um, from all from what I've, yeah, <laughs> like I think the world would be a different place had he he was won. Uh, he well was, he would have won he was running now he was a Democrat right yeah and he was running against his own party wasn't he because wasn't um, he was running against um, uh, oh my gosh <laughs> Johnson he was running yeah yeah yes. yes. For yeah, for the not for the the nod for the nomination, right? Yeah, which doesn't happen very often. No, but he totally would have won. Yeah, he, he was uh, he was trending up. Yeah. Um, happy Pride Month! I went to Pride this weekend. Really? Yeah, it's fun. I have never been to Pride. It's a good time. Um, was it promiscuous at all? I've heard that it, it can be. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about promiscuous. I don't think there's. Like free love happening. Oh, well, then I don't want to go. <laughs> but I mean, no people. People, <laughs> you know, get to uh, 
be comfortable in their own skin in a in a loving environment. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Did you go to the Salt Lake one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which Salt Lake, by the way, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, has like one of the highest concentrations of homosexuals in oh. <laughs> like in the world. I probably next to San Francisco, but our pride is really big. Yeah, I think it's, it's been 40 uh, years. This was the biggest one they've ever had, I guess. 40 this year. years of pride in Salt Lake City. Wow. Yeah. So, um Speaking of pride, since we're on the topic, we yeah. might as well just transition over to this. Um, did you hear oh. about Boston? Yes. However, it's not as bad as you think. Well, hold on here. Okay, <laughs> before before we we go into this, I I don't know that it's that bad to begin with. I think here here's my honest, and this is probably not a popular opinion, but I. Sometimes I'm like, well, why can't we have white pride or, you know, because the second somebody says that, then, I mean, yeah. ultimately, I, I don't care saying. either way. Right. <laughs> like, it's not, I wouldn't go, but I, I, I don't. It's a, and I know that the guy that put it on is a pretty shifty dude, but. He's a right wing guy. Yeah. You know. But, no, listen, listen all of the. Uh, whatever it might like Black History Month, uh, Pride, you know, everybody's going to have different opinions about it. Mm-hmm. The point of those things is to bring attention to people who might be being oppressed or discriminated against. Right. So the reason there's not a White History Month is because right. white people aren't oppressed or discriminated against uh, no, in this country. I, I, and I understand that. That's, Nor are straight people. That's totally fine. I just sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. It's just it's kind of not that I'm proud to be. white. I mean, I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm indifferent to be white. I guess, but <laughs> but I don't know if someone wants to 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 be proud that they're straight. No one's going to come to the parade. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not going to be well, because. But uh, I because just, there's there's no. Okay, how about the, give me a derogatory term for a straight person? <laughs> right? You <laughs> hetero. Right? <laughs> okay, now give me a derogatory term for a gay person. Oh, it's the it's a it's a word that I actually it was such a great word, you know, and it just it's so sad that that it got put to use cuz you know, the word faggot <laughs> hasn't always been it's it's had a long history. Sure, it's had a long history. Yeah, and uh, they still use it in in England to refer to cigarettes. I believe it's fag. Well, you're right. You're right. But yeah, you're right. I know what you mean. The, my point. Do you see my point? Yeah, I got right? it. Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't white straight people, or white straight men mm-hmm. like you and me. Right. Right. We don't need to hold a rally to try to get more rights. Yeah, I mean... To try to be treated fairly. Remember, how long ago was it that that woman refused to give a marriage license? Oh, yeah, that was only, like, last year, wasn't it? Year I don't know when. It was, it was like, maybe was, four years ago, max. I don't think it was that long ago. Right? We're four years ago. Yeah. Right? So... <laughs> I, I... Yeah, I mean, I... No, I'm, I totally am on board. Like, yeah. I just... I don't know. I Until, think I, I think it's stupid. I think that I think that he's 
I don't know what to what end is he trying to what point is oh, he he's trying, just trying to, to prove? Stir shit up. That's I mean that's all it is. Like yeah, is he are white people under attack or something? I think first of all, I think there is a segment. I guess of, it's, he's not tar- he's targeting straight I, people. Are straight people under attack? Is is it going to be? Well, the what point do you think? Where, no, do you think straight white people are under attack? No, no, and but there is a segment of the population who does. Well, they say that Christianity is under attack, that white people are under attack. Now, they're very misled. I wouldn't say, yeah, well, it's not under attack. I think that things are just changing and and um, they're not happy about the change. <laughs> right. Well, but changing how? Like, well, I have rel- never. Religions are going out of favor in a lot of places. Sure. Attendance in churches is down. The but millennials even, don't like to go to church. But even as a straight white person. Yeah. You know. Do you think we're f- that far away from people yelling at you on the side of the road <laughs> as you're walking down? I mean, I just I just pulled out my phone because I wanted to read you something that I screenshotted from Facebook. Yeah. But as I opened Facebook, I, it came the first post is from a guy named uh Keston who is just a friend on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um and he says this, he's he's gay. He says Pride month is a time for self-expression and joy, but it's still personally a very sensitive time. My heart leaps a little when I see a queer couple expressing themselves publicly. I smile a little more when I see a pride flag. And I still cry a little when I remember coming out. Now he goes on in his post to talk. It's longer, right? But have you had anything in your life that you had to tell someone that was hard? Like (laughs) where you thought you might be uh, Um. either disowned or (laughs) uh, ridiculed for who you are? (laughs) Hopefully he, it's getting to the point where people are going to have to come out as racist, right? <laughs> they'll be like, they'll be like, "Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I'm a racist." No, no, <laughs> not my son. Right? No, get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to contrast this, just tell me if you agree with this guy's post. Yeah, this is a guy named Randy on Facebook, not Randy from a couple episodes ago. Right. Uh, he starts with, I I mean, it it says LGBTQRSZUFIP dot 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 dot. So oh, he's just, I didn't know there was that many letters. There's no. not. He's just being oh, a dick. Okay. <laughs> just tell me if you agree with this sentiment. I don't care what you think you are or how you take it in the bedroom, and nobody else does either. Let me start with that sentence. Do you think that's true? Wait, hold on. Well, I don't. I think that people do care. I I believe that he doesn't care. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't care. He but, might not care. But I think that there are quite a few people that, for some reason, really, really get do all care. out of shape about yeah. what people do in their private Namely, time. <laughs> our vice president. Yeah. Okay? Just end half of Congress. Yeah. Right? For hell's sakes, have some damn actual pride and try identifying with your own personality like the rest of us have to. That is their personality. Well, I don't know if that doesn't make You're gay. Know. Whoopi, congrats. I'm straight. Whoopi from me. Well, I mean, so... So what is he missing here, is the question. What is he missing by saying something like, and nobody else cares either? Well, that's wrong, because a lot of people do care. Right. That's, How know. do you explain to someone <laughs> like him that some people do care and are treating well, other people... I don't know, you could show him the news or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Well, that's that's the thing, you know. And I'm not saying Facebook is a platform to do it, but if you knew this gentleman, yeah, 
and you disagreed with him. What, he doesn't sound like someone that'd be pretty easy to convince. Right. <laughs> like, hey, Randy, maybe you should watch the fucking news sometime, right? Like, I, it's been, I think this year we, saw, uh, we remembered um, one of the worst hate crimes against a gay man who was dragged behind a truck. Mm-hmm. I think it was the 20-year anniversary, mm-hmm. you know? 20 years, that's not that long, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so for for these guys to um, to celebrate and have allies in uh, a segment of the population that that isn't um, discriminated against or talked poorly about someone people like you and me, yeah, you know, we've never faced anything like this, no. like nothing, no, you know. I do. So I I kind of have a thought here for maybe where Randy's coming from, um, and. So, what it what if you were a big supporter of of Pride? Yeah. What would your end goal be? What's the end game? The end game is for a community to see how many people in the community are part of this group. Okay. And that they well, have a place. But do you think that like the the end game, the overall goal, is to completely normalize? homosexuality so that it's not a stigma at all so no yeah. one i mean normalize is a tough word because that makes it sound well well but i know what you mean normalize yeah. into society where it's not even where it's not even it's not like even a question about. like that guy's gay you know right. it's just like that guy is that guy's bald yeah you know yeah. basically so well, if that is your end game isn't putting on a really lavish crazy parade really separating yourself from do you see what i'm kind of saying i do and there are arguments from i'm not gay but there are arguments from the gay community who do say that i, I read one earlier yeah, about heard that. you know a gay person who doesn't go to pride anymore because he feels like it's spun out of control actually it was a woman so she feels like it's kind of spun into something else right, right. however like i said at the beginning this festival where people go they feel like they're they're in their element you know no i and I, I understand that. I yeah. do. I do. I mean, I get why why it happened. I have you know no problem with it. I'm just saying, like, you, it's like you can't have it both ways. Almost, it's like I think it's a place to start, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, the way I kind of look at it is, uh, I don't I, know. Almost like if you had a weight hooked to a spring, right? right. And in order to get that weight pulled up, you've got to go crazy on that spring. And I don't. That's a weird <laughs> analogy, but. When I think about Salt Lake City, I think about Utah, right. and I think about the people watching the news at night mm-hmm. during Pride. Right. Some people out there are watching that pissed. Right. And other people might be watching that going, I cannot believe how big this festival is in Utah. I didn't know that there were this many gay people I guess, or LGBT people. I guess how, how you could in-game this, Pride in general – is eventually it just becomes uh, not so much a uh, not. I mean, where everyone it's just like a, a holiday, almost like Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Like I, ho- it's I mean, not. It's not necessarily that would be the hope, you know. Right. But looking at our track record, you know, women got the right to vote a hundred years ago. Guess what movement is still in full swing? Hmm. Feminism. Oh yeah, right. That's true. Jim Crow. Civil right. Rights Acts were signed in the mid-60s. Oh, yeah, Have we made any progress there? 
No, I eh, mean they're able to ride on the bus. I and if I, I, I really think, I well, I'm I'm pretty confident that towards the end of our lifetimes, there's going to be pretty rapid change. Well, like once this a certain generation kind of fades and dies, I right. guess. I think that there will be pretty aggressive change in a lot of in yeah. a lot of ways. Well, even demographics, you know, uh, I I'm not even by the end of <laughs> it's like twenty years away mm-hmm. where I think white people will be a, technically like a minority relative to other right. minorities if you were to add mm-hmm. them all up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, Laura Ingram got in trouble for this because she was saying that she doesn't like the demographic change. <laughs> You're like this is this country was built on and now this country's that's, had that's this kind of hitlery. Yeah, this country's <laughs> had this problem forever. You know? Yeah. I mean in New York, the movie gangs of New York. Uh-huh. You, you know, you have Italians who hated the Irish. That that animosity still kind of persists. You know? Mm-hmm. But this kind of stuff it, I just we don't have a good track record, man. No, 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 so. not at all. Not at all. But I just I like going to Pride because um, I think it's a cool festival, uh, and I like you know as a straight white person, mm-hmm. I like I like gay people to know that they have allies, right? You know that they're not on an island; they're not alone. Yeah, that has been a, a pretty big thing here too. There's an LDS group that normally yeah. marches with them. Uh, I can't remember what they're It's like Friends of... Yeah, from remember. the Church of Jesus Christ yeah. of Latter-day Saints. And then there's also... I saw one... Two things. I saw um, women who had, like, badges that said, like, mom for a day. And they were offering free hugs to people who had been disowned by their mom. Oh, wow. It was sweet. And then I saw another one that was... Um, just more general for Christians, and it was basically, I'm sorry, and then a lot of things that they said. I'm sorry for being afraid. I'm sorry for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, yeah. So that's happening more and more, you know. Right. Um, and, and hopefully it just continues. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll go next year. I don't know. We should, go, you know what? There's a <laughs> podcast that they messaged me. It's Latter-day Lesbian, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So it's, oh, I think it's two women who were members of the, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, LDS, uh-huh. who started a – they're lesbians, and they started a podcast about leaving the church and being right. gay. Uh-huh. They had a booth there. Oh, really? And they had messaged me on Facebook when, you know, right. when, this, when we started our podcast. Uh-huh. So anyway, as, we could have a booth there. <laughs> That'd be rad. <laughs> we, could, we could record a show. We could, we could add, get some advertising. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Let's do it. What are we waiting for? We could, we could do that this whole year, just – Get random booths at all the best <laughs> of the random the state, strawberry the city days. Fairs. Yeah. yeah. Like, who are you guys? Um, <laughs> you don't know? We're at the freaking rodeo. Like, yeah. <laughs> we throw, throw on an accent. We don't take kindly to you. Yeah. It's the Our Take podcast. <laughs> Broadcasting from the one and only 47 Days Rodeo, <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, I have, uh, so I have a listener based question. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know we had listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump, not even okay. We don't have to start with Trump, but baseless claims. Mm-hmm. Give give me an example of a baseless claim. A baseless claim? Yeah. The sun is blue. <laughs> I mean, okay. So 
the ones I thought of were like I shared a video to our page actually of Trump saying like oh. I know the boom, I know the most about nuclear I know oh, the most oh, about that's missiles what, sorry, I didn't know that's or uh, yeah yeah you know, yeah just claims you know no one no no president has done more than me right those kinds of things right He's now got a lot of those there's been some talk recently uh-huh. about whether or not baseless claims are the same as outright lies. Now, I know it's a semantics um, argument. Yeah. It's semantics, but would you consider those, if you were tallying up Trump's lies, would you throw those in there? I don't know. I guess. But. Every politician puffs. Right. But, I mean, this that's like me saying, oh, I have a 17-inch. <laughs> you know, I, uh, yeah. Well, I mean. It's I don't puffery. know. Yeah, it's Papa John's, right? Better ingredients, it's better pizza. Stupid, and it makes you kind of cringe. But it's not. I I don't know if he really believes that or not. I I, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. They were like, "Trump's so calculating," blah blah blah. And I was like, "No, I think he's just really dumb. Like he's just a pathological liar, and he's just kind of stupid." I have I I can't decide to be honest. <laughs> I really can't. Uh, but you know, I this came up, and I and it's been talked about a lot because the media is starting to refer to them as lies. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to get your take. Um, well, seeing, I mean, the media is going to take him as lies because that makes a way better story. Than, right. So, That's a good point. I mean, and it, you can catch him in lies, and that makes a good story. So... At this point, I, I mean, are they lies or is it just kind of we just kind of expect him to I do guess that? I really, in reality, it's kind of, well, what did he say? It's con- context matters. Right. Because if he says, like, I have the best tailor. Right. Well, who cares? Also, but if he says, I've done how more can you for prove the, that? Right. But if he says, I've done more for the military than any other president, that's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, like, he's done great things, like, you know, made it where they're so concerned about him coming there that they have to hide the name oh. of uh, of a boat and uh, all the people. Yeah. <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah. That that's, is unreal. That's For those of you who don't know, Trump is on a world tour, and he stopped by Japan, where the USS John McCain is. Who, mind you, the John McCain is actually named for... His John McCain's, I think it's his grandfather. Actually, I think there might be. Two. I think it's. I think it's named for all three of them now. Yeah. Um, for war heroes, right? They're all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you've seen that that Trump has been uh, having a fight with a dead man recently. Yeah. Uh, just picking on a dead man, really, John McCain. Anyways, someone from the White House sent an email to the Pentagon. Asking that the John, the USS John McCain be out of sight when Trump arrives in Japan. So what they did is they put a tarp over the back of the boat to cover the name and then floated a barge in front of it. And there's pictures. There's evidence. This is, and so the email is there. There's evidence. And the acting chief of staff, because we don't have a real one right now, was on Fox with Chris Wallace and admitted to it. He's like, yeah, someone from the White House did it. I don't know who it was. Probably some stupid intern. Now, you know it was him. I don't know. <laughs> you know it was the chief of staff. <laughs> uh, probably. I don't think it was Trump, though. I don't no. think he's that 
stupid. To, well, I don't think he... Who, whoever let it get out was an idiot because... You don't put that in dude, an email. that's going to be hella backlash. There's no way there's not backlash from everyone. You don't put that on the an right, email. The right, the left, the center. Well, there's probably members of ISIS that are like, oh, whoa, ooh, that was just ouch, a bad taste, ouch, man. man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm sure I know some, some people in the Navy. But I would think you're the boat on which you serve you're proud of yeah that was a big uh actually wanda wanda sykes was on colbert and she said that the other day she's like that that's a big slap in the face to them to the whole crew to the people that are willing to die for the ship for you right. know it's like like they're proud of the mccain yeah you know like they keep it clean they they they, they paint it they swap no, the poop decks the and, poop deck. you're yeah. right about uh trump though he doesn't yeah. he didn't even know it was there he, he doesn't, doesn't know where he the fleet is he well he probably didn't know there was a USS John McCain. <laughs> Let's be fair. That's true. I mean, do you know all the names of every single one of our battleships? Yes. This isn't even that big of a battleship. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not an aircraft carrier. It's do we even just... have battleships anymore? Yeah. Or is it, no, they're, they're right called here. like destroyers now or something, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's an older boat. Yeah, it is. Ship, whatever. Uh, anyway, no, it was in bad taste. And if I were the crew... I mean, I, man, I know if your captain's telling you to do something, you can't risk a mutiny. If I were the, if I were the captain of that ship, I would have been like, no. Yeah, I know. No. We're going to f- show that thing off. We're going to have fireworks. <laughs> Everybody look hilarious. at me. Oh, they're blowing the horn behind the interview. Yeah. <laughs> they're turning the boat around just so. And the Hulk. Right over his shoulder. Yeah. The crew <laughs> is standing <laughs> in, their, in their navy whites just pointing at the, the, the tail of the, the stern. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they hit it. Oh, man. That's, if I were the captain of that boat, I would probably face court-martial for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because you know what? No, I was You'd just have like, so oh, many man. people on your side that they wouldn't be able to court-martial right. them. They'd like, just be like, mm-hmm. You know, we had the tarp, but it got caught in the prop. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden we had to move the boat. And we had a fireworks display ready. <laughs> like, just, it was scheduled. We just wanted to welcome the president. <laughs> To Japan, we were so excited for him to be there. I told the the lieutenant to not light it, uh, but he he only heard li- anyway. He only heard light it. Not <laughs> <laughs> light it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, lies. I think that baseless claims are lies. I think that there are baseless claims that have a higher gravity. Yeah, you know that are more influential than others. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. We can start at the very first one, which was spicy, saying that the inaugural crowd yeah. was the biggest in history. No, that's a, I think that's a lie. That is a lie. That's I. You're right. There. Well, there is a difference, and that that is a bold-faced lie. If it's, uh, I think the exaggerated claim versus actual lie. I mean, if you know for a fact that the crowd was super small, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you say it was the biggest crowd in history, then you know that you're you're lying. Like right. that's that's. But if you're like I'm the greatest president of all time, then that's not really a lie at all. That's just an exaggerated. I mean, that is look. That's old news. But I still ask myself, like, wh- why? No one was even talking about the crowd oh, size. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Spicer I came out hot though, and I can't. <laughs> They do that. Some of the exaggerations, I just don't. I don't get. Yeah. I don't get it all. I don't know. Well, let's talk about Parkland. 
Okay, if well, you want. yeah, I do. There's uh, there's actually quite a lot to to dig into on mass shootings. Yes. Uh, first of all, we had a pretty significant one here in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, this last week, and a uh, new tactic was used. Um, the guy used a silencer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And now there's a big call to, to ban, ban silencers. But here's the thing. It's epically hard to get a silencer anyway. I was going to say, aren't they like, yeah. hard? I mean, I'm not an expert it, on that one. Uh, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about it today. Apparently it can take up to two years to get certified for one. You can pull, remember on uh, Shooter when Mark Wahlberg makes yeah. one out of like a Coke bottle? Right. <laughs> also, it should be known that uh, in movies that's incredibly exaggerated. It brings it down, they said, right around 30 decibels, Which so it's is, still loud. It's still pretty it's loud. Still, you probably should still wear air protection, like honestly. 30 decibels, let's look it up uh, while you go on about this technique. Because it, it, how it applies to Parkland, because... Oh, well, so they were saying that m- m- maybe more people got shot because they did not hear the shots going off. And I, even though, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't drown it out like it does, you know, in the James Bond movies, it does bring it down and it probably could be confused for something else or just lost. Yeah. In, I don't in think I've ever the, heard one in real life. So it's not like, no, like not a, at all. No. Um, so that's what they're thinking. But, um, they were talking about, uh, J Mac, who I listen to a lot on KSL. Yeah. I really like him. I think if he were to be here, uh, in our podcast, he'd fit in really well. Yeah, or if you know, so J Mac, if you're out there, <laughs> quit KSL. Uh, yeah, no one's listening to that anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, he just said something I kind of agree, where I do agree with, is that we just we constantly jump on the tool and not why it's happening. And we've talked about this yeah. before, and I think we had a, a long discussion, and you know, at the end of it, we were just like. Mental health, that, that's the that's It really the key. is. It really is the key. However, the silencer thing, let's start with, let's start with bump stock. We talked about this before right. after Vegas. Bump stocks, I think, are kind of stupid. I feel like they only have one purpose. Yeah. However, one could pull the trigger almost just as fast. Yeah, I agree. And, I spe- and if I... you're spraying into a crowd. Right. It's horrible to think about, but... AR-15s, okay. they shoot pretty quick. Yeah, you can pull the trigger Actually, pretty Most quick. rifles shoot pretty quick. Right. I mean, but, yeah. Any gun. I mean, uh, even yeah, a handgun, right. you can it's make true. it sound like... True. Whatever. Just watch... Type in pro-competition gun Yeah, for real, man. people with freaking revolvers. Like shotguns doing that. Yeah. But, however, with silencers, if we take it back to Parkland, one whole floor... Of the of the building was saved uh, from the shooter because they heard the gunshots. Right. Had he a silencer, might have been different. It might have been. I think it's hard to. Did you find any decibel? Oh, uh, stats. I, I'm not, yeah. I don't think it takes it down. They so s- they said it takes it down about thirty decibels. So, so I, it takes I, it down thirty decibels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not to thirty decibels. Oh no no okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, so gunshot is between 140 and 190. So let's let's say 140 and it takes it down 30. That's to 110. That is let's, the sound of a steel mill or an auto horn, a car horn at one meter, which is freaking loud. Yeah. So so it's still really loud. Yeah. Even if you were to be super generous and give it like 100 decibels, 100. it would still or or even 80. It would that still be a, pretty freaking loud. 
uh, a jet takeoff at 305 meters or a power lawnmower. That's easier. Or a motorcycle. So it's still loud. Yeah. It's not like on 007. No, not at all. It, I mean, obviously, the smaller chambered gun you get, the less sound it makes in like general. Like you're shooting like a 22. <laughs> if you're shooting a 22 and you need a silencer. <laughs> that way, I mean, that's that, true. They're really that, quiet I in general. Uh, yeah. You have a thing against 22. They they're, will, they're, they wide, will but, kill you. But it, they're, they already just like, pew. So <laughs> They are, mean, but they will kill you. A 22. Sound like a. Will do plenty of damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All you hear is the click of the hammer. It's just <laughs> okay. Yeah, there. It's so exaggerated in the Bond yeah. movies and and all that sort of stuff. But. So I didn't. Yeah. So what was the? I haven't read into this one that much. What was the? I haven't either. What was the response time? Like, even though he had a silencer, how many people did he kill? I believe it was eleven. 11. Uh, I know one died on the way to the hospital. Oh, well, here's something from the AP. I guess we should have read about this before we start talking about it. Police thwarted by electric doors during Virginia shooting. The police were thwarted. So someone must have pulled an alarm. Like in a, if you remember in high school, the doors lock and they're magnetically held. Yeah, which... That was for like a fire, though, to stop a fire from spreading. Yeah. My, the internet is chugging along here. Um... I've always found those to be like you can open those the right, electronic they're not, the Magsil ones like they're well you, even in school yeah. actually now I'm thinking back they just shut they didn't lock oh they just shut so that you could still get out but it would stop the fire if it was progressing right. that direction well I mean I'm guessing this is the same as a just a you know a door where like it's, a mag lock yeah yeah if you kick them it hard work, enough but yeah, yeah. I've, I've accidentally opened them before <laughs> just by, like shoving really hard like right. ah! yeah so that. Well. I'm having internet issues. Um, he killed 12 people. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't kill more. It's kind of what I'm saying. Like, so people not being able to... I guess that's the point, though, is that the silencer actually isn't that quiet. So someone was able to still hear it and trigger an alarm of some sort. Or they saw him and hit a panic button or something. Yeah, I mean, and I just... it's. The amount of people that want silent, the, I don't know. I, I think that if they did ban silencers, that it wouldn't be that big of a deal well, because if yeah. they're hard to get. The only reason you want them is really is for your ears. That's the main thing. And well, really, like <laughs> well, it's still it's still well, yeah, yeah. I think that. People have them. Okay, I got it. Police responding to the deadly mass shooting at Virginia Beach Municipal Building were unable, unable to confront the gunman at one point because they didn't have the key cards. Oh, key cards needed to open doors on the second floor. Hmm. And he was an ex-employee, right? Uh, or, yeah, I think so. Or an employee. So maybe he had a card or I don't know. Anyways, Ugh, it's awful. Um, but the whole reason we brought this up was talk about Parkland. Well, also, I don't know if you heard about this, but I I I heard about it today. I didn't even know. I didn't hear it in the news. It just kind of um it was just mentioned, but there was a shooting in Australia. Really? Yeah. That's uh, actually really weird. Yeah, a mass shooting in Australia. Not quite as bad as ours, but um four people killed. Yeah. And it was with a shotgun. So which is the gun that's legal in Australia. Oh, it is? Are you sure? 
Yeah, you can have, I think you can have, it can't be. Because they were saying they think that it was stolen in like 1997. I thought you could still have like a pump action or a, um, yeah, it was a 12-gauge pump action. Oh, no, it is banned. Yeah, I don't think. Stolen as far back as 1997. That's what I just said. Oh, I know you did, <laughs> but I, I thought they didn't. So maybe they have single shots like, because I feel like someone, it was just. Maybe. I, I think, anyway, anyway, yeah, they had that massive attack in like 96. 96, yeah. Um, and so they, they outlawed guns then, did so, a huge buyback. Like, um, first of all, Australia, Australia wants to be the U.S. pretty bad. <laughs> They are their culture is pretty. They're pretty close, ours. and I have a hard time believing that there's not because there's a lot of rednecks in Australia, and I have a hard time believing that all of them turned in their guns, or bought back their guns. Right. So there are guns in Australia, and we've talked about, uh, or I've talked about, um, how one of the reasons I think that there are less shootings in Australia is because it's an island, and it's probably pretty hard to just smuggle a gun. Like, you could smuggle a gun from Mexico into the U.S. by just throwing it over a fence. You, know you can't what? exactly do that in Australia. We need to research something, though. Yeah. Because we've we've talked about this before, the access via land. Uh-huh. However, we bring in so many containers. Oh, yeah. Like, people are smuggled on those. Yeah. So I wonder, I would I'd be interested in the statistics of gun smuggling. Because if they're mostly smuggled, smuggled, smuggled on containers, yeah, then it stands to reason that Australia could get them just as easy. Yeah, I mean, like that's my whole point. Is there's guns in Australia? Like, I don't right. know that the ban. I I wouldn't be surprised if more stuff started happening there. I guess I think this is it a, might just be a culture. This is a yeah. weird world culture thing. The dude was on parole, man. It's just I don't know. So anyway, there, there's the failure. Once again, it comes down to mental health. This guy's known to law enforcement and has been on parole since January. Yeah, and that was the underlying with the, the what I was listening to is just like <laughs> he was it's wh- not it's not the tool. It's really right. Why are people doing this now? And uh, one of J Mac's reasons was is that some of these people um, they have really small empathy trees <laughs> because yeah. they don't get a lot of interaction with people. Right, and when you don't get a lot of interaction <clears throat> with people, you start looking them at them as just you know, objects or, or I mean, or they dispensable. Li- or a mental illness that even if you're exposed to a lot of people, you still don't right, care. Right, right. You know, he was wearing an electronic monitoring bracelet as well. Jeez. So this guy just shouldn't have been let out. No, no, no. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Parkland. Cause yeah. He was so, actually talking, J Mac was talking about this too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was episode 23. It's called All About Parkland when I uh, gave a rundown, basically second by second. Uh, of what happened thanks to a, an article from the Sun Sentinel in mm-hmm, Parkland. Mm-hmm. Um, they did crazy cool reporting on it. <clears throat> anyway, the main beef was with the sheriff deputy who... Well, I think it was with the entire well, sheriff's department, yes. which there have been major changes right. in re- people being let go and the, what have you there. But. The deputy was a highly decorated guy Yeah, uh, that was the armed officer, school resource officer. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, the gunman was in the building, I think if we remember right, was like seven minutes, if even. I thought it was, yeah. Maybe even shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't long. Uh, but he hid between two other buildings adjacent to the building where the shooting was happening right. for 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't call a code red, didn't engage the shooter, didn't didn't run towards the gunfire, 
which was the training since Columbine for almost every police department and, and sheriff's department. Uh, anyway, so he's being brought up on charges. He's been indicted on um, 11 charges, could face up to 100 years in prison. Uh, charges include child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury. That's interesting one. Perjury? Yeah. And what? Cu- and culpable negligence. Wait, what? What? It, perjury? Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. He didn't go into the building where 17 people were eventually killed. Instead, he hid for 48 minutes at the base of a stairwell. Um, he was arrested after a 14-month investigation. Um, they interviewed 184 witnesses about how deputies and other responders behaved. Uh, they reviewed hours of video, video footage and wrote more than 200 reports. Uh, he did, this is their quote, he did absolutely nothing to mitigate the shooting. Uh, he retired after the shooting. Obviously, families of victims filed dozens of lawsuits against the school board and he himself, Scott Peterson. Um, the lawsuit alleges that he wantonly and willfully disregarded policies and procedures. Interesting. I don't know where the perjury, maybe maybe in one of the civil suits he lied under oath, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get more details on that. Um, Ooh, he's ugly. But, <laughs> I mean, we talked about this a lot on that episode and about how <clears throat> that in really traumatic moments you can panic and not do anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really hold water when it's 48 minutes. You know, it's a really long time. Yeah, that is a little strange. And then when you talk about the sheriff's department, uh, listen to the episode. It's it, you know, you can even just listen to that chunk. Mm-hmm. But what Spencer's alluding to is that the sheriff's department had policies in place that, first of all, they didn't have active shooter training, mm-hmm. and they had a policy in place that didn't force them to run towards gunfire. So they just surrounded the building for like forty minutes. Coral Springs Police Department showed up and went right into the building. Right, and one of them got shot. Mm-hmm. You know, so you see there's a difference in in this scenario, like in this instance of a shooting, you see two police departments acting differently. Right. I don't remember so. all the failures, but I just remember after that episode that I was just shocked to how many yeah. uh, how poorly that uh, the Broward County Sheriff's Department had performed and how heads were probably going to roll there. Yeah, the Sheriff's Department and the school monitors um, that could have done more. There was the one school monitor who hid in a janitor's closet. Um, with a walkie-talkie, he could have called a code red. That was the big issue. No one called a code red. Uh, and, in fact, a lot of kids died, if you remember, because a, a fire alarm was set off by his gun. Right. So they went into the hallways, and the doors locked behind them. And so they were trapped in the hallway. So that was probably one of the, I don't know, most more sad parts of the shooting, in my mm-hmm, opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, he's facing charges. Um, I... This w- the program that I was listening to. That was uh, the question that was asked. Like, should he face charges? A lot of, and uh, he was taking calls, and it was really mixed. And that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I'm just like, <sighs> it's hard to. I think it's hard to charge someone for something that is human nature almost. That that <sighs> I don't know. And <sighs> I think that. If I were building a case against this guy, yeah, I would say you've been a lifelong deputy. You've had years of training and experience. Mm-hmm. So based on your credentials, there's no reason you should have frozen in this situation. 
if you were right out of the academy, never had sh- uh, active shooter training, never had uh, training in general, never faced an intense situation, I would have a harder time making the case, you know, if I were a prosecutor. But this guy was a lifelong deputy, highly decorated, and he did nothing. Mm-mm. You know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, and you bring up human nature that, of course, he's going to try and protect himself, you know? But that's what we train police officers to to not do. I know. I I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I I kind of feel like the 100 years well, seems a obviously, little... Well, obviously, that's a news... And, uh, no, I know. In this NPR article, I don't even think they mentioned the 100 years because NPR is awesome. Mm-hmm. It was another one I read, and that was probably if he's convicted on all counts and they're served consecutively right. <laughs> rather than concurrently. So we'll see what he actually gets. Um, obviously, he's probably not going to be safe in prison as not only a cop but a cop that uh, neglected children. Um, anyway, hmm. I don't know. I trust the police down there. That's a really intense investigation. Yeah, that they that, did. That is rough. That's hard uh, to. That's a. I don't think that they would. There's an if they just wanted to set the precedent that you're expected to protect children more. There's another. There's other ways to do it. You know. So. Wow. What Some of these uh, comments here. Um. So these are from some of the victim's parents. I have no comment except to say rotten hell. Fred Guttenberger, who emerged as an outspoken gun control activist after his daughter, Jamie, died in the attack, wrote on Twitter. You could have saved some of the 17, Mr. Guttenberg. Guttenberg? Guttenberg, I don't know. Added, addressing Mr. Peterson, you could have saved my daughter. You did not, and then you lied about it, and you deserve the misery coming your way. He was right outside the building yeah. when the first shot started. Like, And he was in a golf cart. He went and picked up another monitor, if you remember, another security monitor teacher uh-huh. in his golf cart who also knew about the shooting. You know? Uh, I don't know, man. Even if you knew. Look, look let's, get, let's run down a scenario here, right? Mm-hmm. He's got. Maybe he has, like, a revolver, or what do cops carry now? I mean, I know they can carry anything they want, but... Not always. It depends on the department. Most of them carry Glocks, though. Yeah, I mean, so you're carrying a Glock. Normally 40. And you hear these shots, and you're like, well, in a face-to-face encounter, I don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're thinking that. But in this, in this school, there's stairwells, there's doors, there's outcrops that police are trained to use, right? I mean... Like you, well, yeah. You know, you can go in there and, I mean, even even if you went in there and yelled, everybody get down, everybody lock your, you know what I mean? There's so many scenarios, well, and if I don't you want went to play in there. It was just but, a distraction, you know, just right. just occasionally fired at him or fired around him from a corner. He's going to spend most of his time trying to kill the cop, right. Rather than shooting children. That's right. a good point. So I mean, yeah, that's every other police department in the country. Post Columbine has been trained, and the wording in their policies says that you shall run towards gunfire because every bullet shot is a possible death. And we've talked about we talked about this then. If you don't think you can do that, then you shouldn't be a cop, right? Uh, I mean, that's might be a 
I don't know, a callous thing to say, but that's genuine. Those are the facts, man. Yeah. You know, you don't join the military if you don't think that you're going to, that you could die for your country. Right. You know, I mean, the anyone that does is <laughs> foolhardy, man. That's so that doesn't make any sense. Frankly, no, I'm, I'm glad for a number of reasons that he's being brought up on charges. Right. Uh, I, I think that there are many. Well, I kind of wish there were more, more people that in the, in the. It would not surprise me at all if they indict the sheriff. Because that was just a whole, yeah. that was a whole mess. Listen to the episode. I mean, we talk about episode twenty three, all about Parkland. You can also just Google. I found it today. Google, and maybe we'll share it. But you can Google Sun Sentinel Parkland timeline, and that'll take you to the article that I referenced in that episode. So. All right, let's take a break. I need to pee pretty badly. Sweet. Um, when we come back. Um, oh. Um, Florida, of course. And uh, Air Force penises. Uh, P- peni. Peni. Um, and fences. And I don't know, all sorts of cool stuff. We'll be back in just a minute. Jeep, the toughest four-letter word on wheels. For the driver who doesn't like to stop going just because they've run out of road. Ow, my balls! Head out where the real fun begins. Where the paved roads leave off. Potholes and bumps and ruts can come as they will. Jeep's welded rugged and riveted frame takes punishment in large doses and comes back for more. My balls! This is an Outtake Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Oh my gosh, we're back. Can you believe it? Can Oklahoma you believe it? Come sweeping down the lane. <laughs> Sorry. What the heck? Oklahoma. Oh, I was there recently. Yeah. Um, speaking of. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't translate. I'm going to ban. I'm going to ban that. No, no. Because sometimes. Sometimes I can come up with good ones. Banning words. Did you see the Trump administration banned words at the CDC again? Oh, really? They banned the word fetus. Fetus? <laughs> yeah. That's a medical. Okay. Uh, anyway, All random right. headlines. <laughs> um, before we do random headlines, uh, since, you know, we, we gave so many plugs away earlier in the show, yep. I thought I'd go ahead and talk about my posters and throw down some stats for you. Yes. Uh, as some of you may know, I started selling posters in April, but uh, May is when I really is when I because April was kind of at the end of April and right. and what have you. Jeez. Um. <laughs> I, I if you saw our Facebook live, I showed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So One to to get to this Etsy page, it's just you, you type in scary scary parrot media which is our parent company scary parrot <laughs> or whatever media uh and uh, there's a bunch of posters on there the one that i'm selling um the most of is a baseball checkoff baseball stadium checkoff right and uh i was not expecting to sell very many i really wasn't just because yeah i thought you'd sell more of the motivational ones yeah well i i you know i don't know i didn't know that uh, i thought i'd be beat out by other people but um, are there a lot of these? Um, none. There are, but none are like mine. Yeah. The they're the really like 
Well, so they did. They easily like, made this just like a map of the U.S. and dots. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. actually made every single stadium. It took right. forever. But anyway, um, my stats for the month of May, because this is my first month selling these posters. Um, I had 57 orders. Okay. Wow. Some of those had multiple posters. So I believe it's around 65 plus post, actual Phenom posters. Phenom anal. My revenue. Phenom anal. You want to know the revenue? Revenue. Now, this is gross. Okay, this is before shipping and 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 the cost. Right, we don't want to tell people the net. No, we want to tell people the gross. But revenue. the gross revenue is eight hundred and eleven dollars. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't you bought me a new something? I, I have no money right. Now. I don't know where it went. <laughs> so, um, I had an idea. Well, hold on. Okay. Okay. Because. Wait, we need to Explain to people Etsy.com and search Scary Parrot Media. Right. And or you're... actually, you can just Google baseball checkoff list and mine is the first you result. You got the now. SEO? Yeah. No, I didn't do anything. It's Look just the first that. one on Okay. Um, so that was, that was uh, May, 57 orders. Uh, we are now in the fifth day of June, and I already have 25 orders. Nice. And three of those had. Multiple posters. My revenue for the first five days of June is $435. I made more money uh, selling posters on Monday than I did at work, which isn't saying a lot because they don't pay me anything. You're getting close. <laughs> You're, you are and in, to a point where you might be able to, you know. In fact, since we started recording this podcast... I've had three new orders. Unreal. I know. I don't awesome. know what's going on, man. So uh, check it out. Check it out, uh, Scary Parrot Media uh, on Etsy or go to scaryparrotmedia.com. There's a link there. Um, help me. Help you. Uh, help me help you check off baseball. And I, uh, the more of these we sell, the more podcasts we'll do. Yeah. Because I mean, then I won't have to work. No. <laughs> right. They're really cool, though. Like, And uh, I think the reason I'm selling so many is they're, I'm only charging $15, and it's free shipping. Yeah. So People hate shipping. Oh, yeah, I know. Sin Ever since I changed it to free shipping, yeah. whew, man. Like, people hate it. I'm I actually, hate it. I'm actually making more money than when I had them paying for shipping. Just like, this everywhere. is why Prime is such a big deal. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how much it is. Yeah. You know? Like, if if I need to buy drumsticks <laughs> from Guitar Center, uh -huh. you know, and instead of just going to the one down the street, right. if I ordered them, I'd, oh, I'm pissed. That's why I always go to Prime. I always Which, go to Prime because I know I'm going to get free shipping. Right. I but don't they go to could other just, places. They could just up the price and just not tell us. <laughs> no, 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 but, no, no. No, but I mean, anybody who can critically think would understand that concept. Right. You know, I, people hate shipping. Yeah, I know. It, it, it really works. So uh, when people, although I did get an order to Canada today, and uh, I don't do free shipping for international because it was ten bucks. <laughs> well, you know, for for a freaking six ounce poster, man. That's stupid. That's crazy. Anyway, random headlines. We've actually, I've got. Uh, oh, what happened to my other one? I've got five that we get to talk about, and we'll probably, you know what? We don't really have anything else, so we'll probably just. Uh, Probably just do these. There, there, you there's could, a you lot. could pick a number if you oh, want, yeah, but I think right. we're, we're good. That's right. Okay, um, so the Air Force. Yeah. Perhaps you're familiar with this organization. Uh, sometimes the, they the, fly airplanes over our houses. The Army Air Corps? 
That's what it used to be called. I know. I started Hulu. There's oh, I finished it. Catch 22? Freaking loved it. Oh, man. I'm, like, such... I'm three episodes in. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Catch 22 on Hulu. Uh, I'll give it, uh, how do we, what was it, fingers? What is our what rating system? What were we going to do? I can't remember. It was something absurd. Uh, I'll give it like nine fingers. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I think it was a combination of all of our fingers. Yeah, it's super, it's weird because it's funny, but it's dark. It's it funny. Is dark, it dark, is dark, super dark. dark. And it gets darker the further you get into it. But... Right now, I'm three episodes in. I'm going to give it eight fingers. So yeah. that's a total of 17 fingers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just wish it was longer. I think this is a one run. It's not, there's not going to be a second season or anything. It's just a one run oh, really? miniseries. Because it, I think it ends how the book ends. So And I've got to be honest. Yeah, I kind of want to finish this podcast because Handmaid's Tale just released three oh, I new episodes. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, so I need to watch them. It's depressing. I need to watch them. Anyway, um, well, Air Force. Well, since we're about, we we've got plenty of time. Army Air Force. That was what it was called during Air World Corps. War II. Air Corps. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is the seventy fifth anniversary of, or is it today? It's tomorrow, right? The sixth. It's the sixth. Right today. I mean, well, no one cares. It's the fifth today. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Seventy fifth anniversary of D Day, and so there's all sorts of uh, ceremony. That's why. That's why Trump was in England. Right. Um, Only uh, seventy five years. Yeah. That is not that long. I know. Uh, today they, um, I got a notification from one of my apps that uh, it's a radar or a uh, airplane radar, a, a flight radar map, uh-huh. and it brought up. Um, they are flying. They were flying thirty of the um, Dakotas. They're called the planes that are in Band of Brothers. So they jump out of the paratrooper planes. Uh, okay, and uh, so they they had it up on the radar, and there's just a line of 30, 30 of these planes just flying around uh, England. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Are and they going to like land in France or anything? No, but they did. They did do some paratrooping, and I think they had a couple. 90-year-olds. No. Yeah, Dude, they, like, they let him jump again. Would after... you do... Man, I tell you what. Mm. If I was a paratrooper yeah. who did that on D-Day, uh-huh. I would never do it again. Like, Well, it'd be a little different this time because you wouldn't be under I mean, fire. Like the PTSD... I don't know. Those guys are tougher than we <sighs> are, man. True, I don't man. know. Balls of steel. They must have had three you know balls what? And honestly, <laughs> the stuff they saw after that jump was probably... That yeah. jump might have been like... The best part. <laughs> That's true. I just can't imagine jumping into flak. Yeah. Like, does everybody know what flak is? Like that. That's uh, it's, it's they're airborne grenades. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> trying to. That's what they they just shoot it up and they just it just throw explodes. shrapnel everywhere and trying that's to they bring hit down the, the, planes the planes and the people. You know, I think I read a stat once on this show about how most World War II injuries were legs. Because they had flak jackets to protect them, oh, not right. them to protect their legs. Right, right. Anyway, I just can't imagine jumping into flak. No. No, man. I don't know. How yeah. We, yeah. Anyway, well, we got way off there. The That's Air Force. Right. Air Force officials say, this is out of Phoenix, that penis-shaped contrails were unintentional. This is old. No. no. It's a is, new one? This is this a new one. This happened a few years ago. Last time it was the Navy. This time it is the Air Force. <laughs> yes. I got to look it up. Um, I don't know how that could be a coincidence. But you know what? These guys are flying for our country. They're willing to die. Let them draw a freaking penis yeah, in the air. Yeah, let them draw they a dick. draw a Come dick on. in the air. Draw a then dick. who cares? Draw. Is anyone really looking up and being like, that is offensive? Like like a kid is going to look up and go, that's a penis, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, 
right? Who cares? Hashtag just, let them draw a dick. Yeah, we need to start that. Yes. Or we, we need to start it on Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, let they're, oh, they're F-35s, too. I wish they would have done it here. Dang You're it. lucky enough for the conditions to be right that you are producing contrails. Yeah. You got to be up pretty high. Or if you're a conspiracy theorist, chemtrails. <laughs> then, hey, you know, you got the dew point temperatures are right. You got the right amount of airspeed. It's happening. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Go go nuts and dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, the Navy. Didn't the Navy say it wasn't an accident? They're like, yeah. Oh, no, it was intentional. And um, they were like, yeah, it happened. And Sorry. I think that from what it seemed like as they put on the show – like they were punishing the pilots, but I can't imagine that they were like right. really came no, down no, on these guys. High fives. They're just like, we got to do this for the media, but I've knock never, it off, guys. Knock I've, it off. <laughs> I've never understood skywriting. How? What do you mean? That's just an, an incredible skill to me. Yeah, there's people. They um, like it's always at the beach. Whenever I'd go to the beach, someone would skywrite. Right. Uh, there are people that do when you get followed by radar. Like, it'll give you a flight path. Yeah. And there's people that do, <laughs> like, airplanes and penises and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. So it shows up on the flight path as <laughs> something. I don't know how they do it, man, but, you know. Like, how do you write in cursive in the air? I can't write in cursive on, on, on ground. the ground. Right. It, it, with my hand. You know, they write, like, oh, happy I birthday. I think we're the last generation that probably can do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're not teaching it in schools. So I, I think don't it's care. stupid. Why? Because cursive's cool, man. Yeah, but... We type and yeah, but I I honest I have to all of our computers are going to explode to to read my mom when my mom writes me a handwritten letter, it takes an act of God for me to read it. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is so hard you, to read her handwriting. Pull up like a PDF of the Declaration of Independence. Oh yeah, for Try sure. Read it. I, I don't know. I like cursive, and I think it's just a why not? Why not teach it? It's just a skill. Yeah, I guess you know. Why not teach a lot of things? Yeah, let them draw a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of Florida, Florida thief tries to open ATM with a blowtorch. That's um, a good idea. And instead, he ends up sealing it closed. <laughs> so essentially, yes. he uh, welded it shut yeah. with the blowtorch. <laughs> Man, anytime I think of someone trying to get into an ATM, I think of that episode of Breaking Bad where the woman pushes it over onto the guy's head and it's like gross i don't i know that's why i think about it. it's nasty i think of the movie uh barber shop they say still an atm and they spend the whole movie <laughs> trying to get it open the what's his name from uh blackish the show the main guy i can't remember his do you name. think that atm machines are outfitted with gps now probably I they would. probably they've got Lojack. cameras yeah and uh I, I don't know. They should put like a die pack that if the ATM gets moved too much, it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> it melts all the money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, if you are stealing a ATM, don't try using a blowtorch. Well, You're just going to weld it shut. Was he on camera? Like, how did, how did this go down? Yeah, he's on camera. It only is showing pictures, though. I'm not seeing actual. So did he actually take it and take it back to his house? No, no, it looks like he was trying to open it on the spot. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I've a worker who came to service the machine the next morning found burn marks on the hinges and locks. Uh. In fact, the hinges were actually hinges were actually welded shut. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a better torch, man. You need an acetylene. Yeah, you can't just go in with like propane or whatever. No, 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 propane accessories. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is out of uh, West Virginia. A West Virginia principal has been accused of plagiarizing Aston Kutcher in an address to his school's graduating class. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't Ashton mean Kutcher, to use someone else's work. But, one of the uh, great writers of our time, <laughs> the Orson Welles. So he was, he, he was here in Utah for uh, one of the, I don't know, some business convention downtown. And one of my coworkers or my boss actually went to it and he said, I don't know what Ashton Kutcher was talking about, man. He went <laughs> off on some crazy rant, had nothing to do with anything. And uh, so maybe he, he plagiarized him thinking it was so obscure that no one would catch it. <laughs> right. Oh, but um, let's see. A graduate posted a video to Facebook that spliced the principal's speech with Kutcher's 2013 Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award speech. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did it's that not, on purpose. It's not even a good, it's not even, no. it's a freaking well, Teen what Choice I'm Award speech. That's what I'm saying. From, from where would you pull good Ashton material? Uh, I hope he got, I hope the principal got slimed after or something, you know, they dropped a bucket of Nickelodeon slime yeah. on him. <laughs> Oh, man, what an idiot. Anyway, oh. don't plagiarize speech. You just got to change a few words here and there. And So did you say that someone else wrote it for the principal? No, it doesn't. I don't think it said that. Oh, man, I was hoping someone sabotaged him. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And is it really plagiarism if you're giving it in a speech? Isn't. Didn't. Yeah, I think. So. Well, I mean, I don't like know. You... I don't know if it's like legally plagiarism, but it's. Yeah, that's true. You're playing it off as your own. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, All I right. Mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't, don't. That just kind of shows like you didn't go to college because all I did in college was take other people's papers and yeah. change a bunch of words around and, you know, <laughs> put it in my own words, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. Man. All right. Anyway. That's all a book report is. Yeah, I know. It's so stupid. Anyway, uh, a Seattle man. Took up exception. He took up. <laughs> he took exception. He took exception to a car share vehicle. Have you heard of these new car share things? No. It's um, like Uber. <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh, this is when they're just parked. Yeah. It's like the scooters. Yes, around except town. for okay. cars. Cars. Okay. Um, it's a good idea. Yeah. I I I saw it was uh, it was actually available when I went to. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I think, or maybe Cincinnati, but I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he doesn't know who parked the car to go Mercedes. Ooh, wow, May seventeenth. Um, but it wasn't one of the, or Dan Smith said this to uh, K I R O T V. He doesn't know who parked it, but it wasn't one of his tenants. By the next day. He had erected the barricade, preventing other customers from using the vehicle. So this guy built a little make to uh, make uh, improv fence okay. around this car, <laughs> so that no one could use it. Why? Because it wasn't uh, it wasn't supposed to be there. I guess it wasn't. Uh, someone he left it in. So this is a ride share, or I'm sorry, a car share car. Mm-hmm. 
that he parked in a spot that he shouldn't have parked in? I guess. And so the owner of this spot. The owner of the or the of the apartment complex or whatever it was put a fence around this car. I mean, fences being nice. It's just two by fours yeah, held no, up by yeah. like rebar or something. It's pretty ghetto. Um, As if someone couldn't move it. I guess. Maybe he could have used it. Moved it. That's true. What do you do? Well, it's not. What do you do if you get a parking ticket? Mm. They got to know who's driving, though. Yeah, I know. You drove it last. You parked it. This is your ticket. Right? Like, that wouldn't be hard to do. Wait, so. So the guy here, Dan Smith, wants the company, Share Now, that operates Car2Go to pay $65 a day in storage fees, $300 for the fence, and $500 for harassment fees. Harass? What? Or he could have just, like, left it alone. $300 fence? The company says it has been unable to remove the sedan because of its fence. Really? That fence is just... Like, you could probably back over it and not hurt the car. Yeah, the company says it does not tolerate having its vehicles held for ransom. This is a weird story. Yeah. I don't... I'm um, not following. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, when I was... Uh, well, I keep getting commercials on... It must be TNT or TBS, I mean, because I uh, don't have Hula commercials on Hulu. For a... Um, uh, uh, like it's like the uh, Airbnb of rental cars. Okay, I haven't looked into it, but would you ever rent your car to a complete stranger? I have looked into this with when I was working at AT and T. I had a company car, uh-huh. and Ashley and I, she knew about it. Oh, okay. And so we were going to clean my Corolla up and and rent it out. I would totally do it for your Corolla, I guess. I wouldn't do it for my car. Not it's, no, you got a new car. It's. I don't yeah. know, man. You got a new car, yeah. No, what no, if no. they? Uh, what if they smoke or get a door ding or what yeah. if they whack a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think I would do it for a new car, yeah. unless they paid like a premium. You know what I mean? Like if there's like an like how Uber has, you know, you can yeah. get a nicer car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have heard about that. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, we'll see. I'll look. I want. I want to look at. I want to actually look into how much it costs. If it's like cheaper, and your insurance would probably, if they found out, they'd probably increase your premiums. I already have rental car insurance. Oh, do you? On my, it's just a little. It's like an extra couple dollars huh, a month. That's cool. Normally, I don't know. I think I do. I got to make sure. Um, because I have been renting a lot of cars as of late. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying when they try to sell you the insurance. The guy the, the the guy in Pittsburgh was such a dick about it. He was like, "You're going to cover both cars." And I was like, "What? Both cars? Am I getting two? I was so confused. <laughs> he was like, "No, you got to cover this car and the other car." And I was like, "No, I think my insurance does and my credit card." And yeah. Like, if you Google, "Should I get the insurance?" everything will say, "No. no. Hell no. Your credit card Hell always covers it." No, your credit card covers it. Your insurance, insurance will probably cover yeah. it, and um, like the ins- you have to look at the fine print on the insurance they sell you because it doesn't even like cover right. that much. No, it's just revenue, yeah, and they get some commission from it. It's ridiculous. And then also, never get the prepaid gas. That no, no. that that I've had them try to sell me that every time. Yeah. They're like, "Well, gas is uh, three forty nine outside the airport. We're going to sell it for three twenty eight. Like, oh, so I'm going to save 
Except if you ten cents, if, like, you, uh, if you pull in with three quarters yeah. left, they charge you yeah. for a full tank. No, I know. Well, yeah, and so when I went to my honeymoon a long time ago, back in whenever we we rented a car and we got the prepaid gas because it was a new thing. I didn't know. I was like, uh, I thought we'd go right. pretty far. We did. We went really far. We went uh, all over San Diego uh, and further north, and we still only used like half a tank. Yeah, and. You know, wasted the thirty or whatever dollars they charge you. It's stupid. Don't do it. Don't. No, there's always a gas station right outside the airport. Yeah, yeah. Just go fill it up. Yeah. yeah. Freaking sleazy. Anyway. Um. Do you know what a hobby horse is? No. Um. <laughs> is it that woman from last time, last show? This is somewhat similar, uh, but uh, even worse. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that woman can jump over a picnic table <laughs> whilst running like a horse. Oh, so a hobby horse um, is a stick horse. You know, one of these. Oh, like a... You've seen those before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got the thing you put between your legs. And, and you, you play you play Quidditch with it. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Happy Gilmore. What yeah. He's doing with the club. Yeah. And Chubbs is like, what are you doing, Happy? Riding a bull? Yeah. So, you Look know, like a damn fool. there's yeah. a lot of weird things out there yeah. in the world, like people who run like horses yeah. and uh, people who do cosplay. You know, some people might think that's kind of weird. LARP. LARPing might yeah. be considered a little weird. I've come to peace with a lot of those things. I, 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 hey, I haven't makes cosplay you happy, myself, but if it this, makes you happy, I'm kind of I'm kind of drawing the line <laughs> on on this. You got an Obama uh, line going? This is in Finland, and I guess this is a thing. It's a secretive thing. Are they competing? It is a hobby horse competition. Oh, my. (laughs) And if you want to know what that looks like, uh, just Google hobby horse competition, and it is people with a stick horse trotting around like a horse. uh, Horses don't Basically (laughs) doing dressage, but... (laughs) What the... But uh, with with horses, it's like, you know, I'm not going to put my kid in karate. I'm not going to put my kid in dance. I'm going to put my kid in. Oh, my gosh. There's <laughs> a jump course. Yeah. Oh, she cheated. She cut her stick. I think they all do. That's like the technique. It looks like it's protruding out of her. She's basically doing hurdles while holding a horse stick. Yeah. Why not just join track? Yeah, just do hurdles. <laughs> Look, at they're clapping. They're like, yeah, this is great. I. I have a hard time. This make, is I don't, I don't want to make fun. Of, I think it's I that one I showed. I think this is. I think this might be here. Oh, it's man. a thing. Like it's a secret. You know, a lot of people they don't talk set up about like it. Like literally an equestrian course in a oh, gym this is in Finland, and they're running around jumping over poles. Yeah. while holding a you horse. You need to see it. It can't be described. No boys. I um, noticed. There, it. This is primarily, from what I read, it's primarily uh, females. Okay, thirteen to eighteen. I don't know at what point you, you know, kind of realize, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Annual Finns compete in annual hobby horse champion. If it keeps you out of trouble, all right. If it's keeping the kids out of trouble in Finland, they're a happy people. They're like the happiest country in the world. Oh, that must be why they're doing yeah. this. They're just like, yeah, man. We're how, do just, we, how do we capitalize on our happiness? We're over here making fun of them, and they're just like, yeah, we're happy, and we're riding fake horses the around. The government had a surplus of horse heads. <laughs> <laughs> Put a stick on That is so weird. <laughs> the 
bomber wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought about that again the other oh. day. So, yeah, um, if you want to see something a little strange, um, jump on YouTube and type in a hobby horse competition. And, oh, that's uh, good technique. Yeah. She's got good uh, technique. I know. I know. Um, she actually looks like a horse a little bit. Like, not that wasn't mean. I mean, like, the way she... <laughs> <laughs> the way she's a little... She's like a 10-year-old she girl. She has ass of a horse. Look, at they got a computer, and they're, like, judging... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ooh. Yes. Yep. See, there's some dressage crap right there. Mitt yeah. Romney would like that. That's... Oh, man. Christopher Reeve is rolling in his grave. I, I want to know. You know that there's some, like, super creepy guy out there. And oh, This yeah. is his kink, and he just... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Will for you, sure. Will you get a hobby, a stick horse, and just shove it in? Oh, my God. I can't. I can't, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I... God, God bless these people and anyone who puts up with it, because if my kid's starting to do that, I... I I buy him a guitar. I'd buy him anything. Yeah, like anything. Anything else? <laughs> how about we? How, how about a real horse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine that uh, the hobby. You know what hobby it is. horse is cheaper than this a real is, horse. This is vegan. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is vegan equestrian sport. That must be what it yeah. is. It must be. Um, <laughs> are you done with random? Uh yeah, that's it. Can we talk about tariffs for a second? Yeah. Always. I'm always up for a tariff discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I remember is... Can in, I, wait, hold on. Okay. Hold, hold on. Real quick. So tariffs with Mexico might be happening, and yeah, everyone's what, talking about avocados. Yeah. Is that the only thing that Mexico <laughs> imports to us? Mexico is Everyone our, is freaking out about avocados. I'm like, is that it? Is that our, all they do? <laughs> no. They're our biggest trading partner. I know. Um, I think even bigger than Canada, probably because of all the agriculture. Because of all the avocados in Mexico. Yes, in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the here's the rundown. Yeah. Trump tweeted a policy <laughs> <laughs> of a five percent tariff on Mexico until they can uh, stop the flow of migrants over the border. And he will. It's like it's like a hostage situation, literally. Right. Like I will kill a hostage every half an hour. <laughs> I'll kill an avocado. It's freaking Air Force One. I tell him, <laughs> if you let a plane arrive, oh, we land a plane. Yeah. Anyway, so it, I think he said they have a month, and then the tariff's going to go to ten percent, and they have another month. It's going to go to fifty. Like he literally like raised it like that, you know. So right now, it, on June twentieth, I believe mm-hmm. it's going to go to five percent. Now this isn't a. The policy and the, uh, the like I said, holding hostage is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but tariffs. Do you remember learning about tariffs in, like, junior high or high school? <sighs> Not really, no. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The vague memory I have is learning about tariffs from, like, colonial times. Right. <laughs> and the reason for the revolution. Right. And that they're stupid and never work. Yeah, the Boston Tea Party. Right. Uh, that was uh, about tariffs, so, was it not? I, I probably. I mean, I know there was a whole bunch of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, even even Trump's economists know that America is paying, the consumer is paying for these tariffs, right? Now, ultimately, at the end of the day, it might hurt the companies, to, which would then influence a change mm-hmm. that Trump wants, right? Now, America has an excess of money. So the consumer paying more, whatever. 
I think is Trump's view. He's like, yeah, whatever. They're going to pay more. Yeah. Well, you know? cool. I hope my cost of living raise you yeah. know, reflects those expensive like, avocados. I think I was watching Colbert, and I think he said, like, Chipotle saying their burritos could go up by five cents. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just don't get it. I just don't think they'll work. No, of course not. I doesn't. Why? But what? What is his end game to do all these tariffs? What's he trying to do? He's trying. Well, for Mexico, uh-huh. his his agenda is very clear because he said it. He wants the flow of migrants oh, to stop. Right. But from everywhere else, he wants better trade deals. Uh, China to stop. Uh, manipulating their currency, mm. bring jobs back to America. I get that. I don't think it's the right way. Uh, but all I keep thinking, like, so there's a business um, that Ashley works with mm-hmm. who is affected by the China tariffs mm-hmm. to the point where he had to, this the owner of the company had to buy a manufacturing facility here to start making his product here, mm-hmm. which is exactly what trump wants right Right. but it's not gonna work because first of all he had to have that liquid cash Mm -hmm. or get a loan to buy this facility right now he has to pay people to run it at least minimum wage right (laughs) right which could be going up whereas in china they'll do it for pennies on the dollar Mm -hmm. and so he's like one example. This 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 business. Actually, owner. there was a. They were talking about on the radio too. The red, uh, red hanger, um, dry cleaning place here. Yeah. The chain here. Yeah. Same thing. They they couldn't buy red hangers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so they had yeah. they, they they looked around. They found somebody here. And probably their polyethylene bags. Yeah, yeah. they're going to cost more. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think the consumer cares. The consumer's too lazy to care, right? But. The idea that every business that 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 buys products from China is like, yeah, I have an extra whatever million dollars to buy a factory here <laughs> and start running it with people paying them at least minimum wage, but for a factory job, you're going to be paying more. Right. It's just not going to – it's not feasible, right? Because no. even though this guy opened a factory here, he's going to have to charge way more – than oh, his yeah. competitors who just can just pay the tariff. Right. Right? Like, I just don't see how this ends well. Oh, it won't. I, <laughs> I can't imagine that it does. I, I don't get it. I don't know. It's because it's he branded himself the tariff guy, and now he's yeah, like, like, like I said, I'm I don't, the tariff guy. I don't think the consumer cares. But I think that that business owner who went to these lengths to buy a facility in America and is going to staff it, it's going to go out of business because he's going to have to charge too much. Mm-hmm. So it, so he goes out of business. Well, it could affect me. I'm selling these posters, and I'm having to buy shipping supplies, and I right. some of my stuff's coming from China. And so yeah. I, that could cut into my profits, and uh, it could force me to charge more, which is what happens to what everyone. Happens. And That's, the consumer won't yeah. care, right? But if you had to it, they switch might, up your a whole— bit. They like, might. I mean— If you had to switch up your whole thing, though— you know, right, and like your I mean, whole, and you had to start paying. I, I, you see my point? Yeah, oh, for sure. I just don't think tariffs work. No, it's 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 dumb because the the CEOs of these companies aren't going to take a cut. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be the consumers that, that right. get it all, and 
I think that the consumers will start to care. Yeah. Because the cost of living that will skyrocket. And you know, I mean, everything will become more expensive. Do you know what might work? Huh? Is an even heavier game of chicken with a blockade. <laughs> right? Now that's a wartime. As long as we don't use the USS John McCain, we don't. We can't <laughs> yeah. use that ship. Yeah. To, for our blockade. Yeah. If we blockade China materials, this is how Star Wars Episode One starts. I know, right? The Trade Federation. Yeah, with Naboo. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yep. Naboo is providing free labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. That's just a have like that's what we're doing. We have a slow moving game of chicken here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Well let's just up the ante and blockade each yeah, other. Yeah, man. Let's just push it to the you end know? game. Why are we yeah. why are we dicking around with tariffs? Let's just start a full on, you know, the war problem war. is we'll lose. Because Americans want things more than the Chinese want things. Yeah, that's probably true. I I just don't see it. Look, if you think they work, just give me the evidence. All I remember, maybe my teacher was biased. But I rem- all I remember learning about them is that King George did the- was evil and was collecting <laughs> money off of them, and they never actually fulfilled the purpose they need other than to, I don't know, get more money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't It's, it's just kind of a random. a really that- old technique. <sighs> we have a really old president yeah. who kind of. Um, we also got a listener request oh, for, really? for the next episode. I didn't know. Um, we have a listener who wants to hear about some kids. Sorry, I got a cold, so every oh, once in a while what? my nose plugs up. Uh, conspiracy theories. What do you mean? What about them? Just we. This she wants us to talk about conspiracy theories a little bit. Do we need to bring in um, Chris? We could bring in Chris because he likes conspiracy that's theories. That's true. Um, we can because that's actually relatively topical right now with the Navy uh, and their. Um, UFOs they've been spotting. Have you yeah. heard about that? Yes, and Tom DeLong just released his yeah. special on the History Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Plus, I mean, uh, the we're, all, we're all living in a simulation. <laughs> yeah, we're in a sim anyway. <laughs> and with the D-Day celebration, we got the Holocaust deniers. Actually, I just... World War II was an inside uh, job. I just watched uh, a Nova, a Nova special from last year yeah. about, uh, about life, and, and it actually brought up almost that we're in a sim no oh. but it did bring up the um it should it should have already happened statistically right like, why hasn't it happened yeah, the fermi paradox proves that it should have happened by now yeah which proves that we're in a sim right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah again do not think about that no, when no, you're no. trying to go to sleep you think, will end up as a homeless person on the street <laughs> think about it when you can set aside two hours and set an alarm <laughs> That when the alarm goes off, you have to cho- you have to do something else. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have will, to do like a math problem you or will something. Literally go insane. <laughs> odds are we're living in a simulation. Just saying. Yep. Like, let's do it. Heavy odds. Let's uh, next episode. Let's get uh, let's get a couple people. We, we've never had two guests. Let's get in. We don't have enough microphones. We get another microphone. <laughs> Just kidding. I I sold twenty five. Po- okay, I think we, we I can, can find we can another a microphone. microphone. Yep. And we got the father board. Yeah. Still. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's bring in Chris and yep. uh, maybe, I don't know. Who if else? you have a conspiracy theory you would like us to talk Ooh, about, yeah. let us know at the Artake Pod on Facebook. Yeah. If you do, yeah, come in. We'll, you know, we'll bring in everybody. You can share mics. We'll just have a freaking, I'll, I'll buy yeah. chips. Look, if, yeah. Chips and, and guacamole before the tariffs before kick the in. Before the tariffs kick in. <laughs> so we got to do this 
we got to be on this. If you have a conspiracy theory, let us know. And if you want to come talk about it on the show, hey, the door's always open. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where I live, but the door's always open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's it for us today. All right. Well, find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Share, subscribe. Please tell everybody to listen. Thank you for the listens, by the way. We had a huge spike in listenership with Randy's episode. That was weird. So thank you for that. Uh, anyway, for I didn't episode, know Randy had that many friends. Uh, he's got a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for episode fifty-five, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. We'll see you next time. <laughs>